0: Not sure Robbie Williams on SAFM uh, DJ Finney spinning the decks today and Finney we got, a, we got a message right at the beginning of the show saying John where's the ACDC because you always play ACDC I just want to let you know that Finney plays the music All right. I just sit here and read the words on the screen. (laughs) Uh, Before we get into our next guest, uh, Jane in Cape Town sent a message. Good evening. She says, exclamation mark. I am stumped. Two exclamation marks. Why does the Kruger Park sell merchandise made in China in the first place? Two question marks. Jane, I am completely stumped. I, I haven't been able to speak to anybody, but it just blew my mind. It was I mean, it, it, the hat was made, yeah, it's, it's I, I don't know what the correct word is, Just a, it's just a normal felt hat, or, or, or material hat, it was like the cheapest one I could find, because I'm not one of those uh, like cowboy hat guys, so I just needed a hat to cover the bald head, and yeah, I bought it, it had the South African flag on, uh, down south was the brand of the hat, Kruger National Park was written on the front of the hat, so I thought, man, that's not bad for whatever I paid, it was over a hundred bucks for a hat and i bought the hat and i put it on and it was fine and i looked at the back of the label to see how to wash this thing made in china and i was i was probably probably angry because i got home already i couldn't go back and complain but i was angry because you know you support local it's got the flag on it's got down south proudly whatever man i was angry maybe we'll get hold of uh is ike patler still at the kruger park we'll find out what their what their purchasing policies are when it comes to making things in South Africa. Uh, Robbie Williams there with Phil, by the way. Welcome to the show. John Gerica in for Zongeso today. Let's talk about uh, business of the day, and it's an interesting one. It's a mobile app and a wristband technology that will enable you... To make online purchases shop in stores with zero queues it also has a friendly app for commuters enables you to buy ride credits for public transportation uh, and an informal payroll feature it all sounds fantastic let's talk to benjamin chairful founder of horizontal gravity benjamin evening to you thanks very much for joining us Uh, when i did a search for horizontal gravity google hates me and started telling me about an object is unaffected by the force of gravity for relatively short displacements. No idea what that means, but tell me more about your business.
1: How's it going, John? Lekker, man, lekker. Good, man. I think I should get you ahead first. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so Horizontal Gravity has a company called Bank Capital. Um, I think that's what you should have been looking for, which mm-hmm. is what we're going to be talking about today. Okay. So, yeah, so Bank Capital is a transactional super app solution um, which houses, obviously, real customer-based financial tools that are not provided by the mainstream financial sector. So we are more of a digital ecosystem designed to service the underserved, underbanked and the unbanked. Uh, one of the things that we encourage... Uh, how Actually, how we're going to encourage adoption of our system is by, obviously, using... Or rather, innovating on the existing infrastructure like car payments and the like. Mm. So, that's when the re comes in, which would enable you because this infrastructure already does exist. And I'm pretty sure no one really want to reinvent the their wheel um, and this, at this point. So, yeah, I mean, there's great features that I think might change our retail experience um, from, from the look of things. It will really help a whole lot of people. To jump into um, the digital econo- economy, where they could now start buying online instead of having to, you know, um, shop a physical cash. There's a mm-hmm. whole lot of pointers and pain points that we'll be re- um, re- um, eradicating with the solution because uh, for so many other, from so many South Africans and as cosmopolitan as we are in, in the country, uh, so many of the things need to, need to really take place, from sending remittances and the like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in a nutshell, that's
0: what we do. Okay, we're getting into the nitty-gritty of that in a moment. But earlier we were talking to Proudly South Africa, and one of the issues that came up is the difficulty of starting a new business, the difficulty of getting up and running in South Africa. Is that something that you found, or was it relatively simple for a business to, to get up and running and, and manage payments and tax and SARS and all those things? Well, I
1: think um, the, the, the the difficulty is widespread. And we all share the pain as uh, upcoming entrepreneurs or startups. Um, I think South Africa has its own club complexion in how things get to be done. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure if, if you just annually, I think it's more, it's a, it's, a, it's a resilient game more than anything because if you just stay in it, you kind of get the, the, the bit of a band. You, you really get more no than, um, than you'd expect um, Yes, or rather more yes.
0: So, yeah, it's really for a typical watermark thing. One wants to spend time on your business, not on the admin of your business. Building okay. a web. You understand what I'm saying? I don't want to have to go into SARS for a day to sort out my taxes. I want that to be done in 10 minutes. Yeah.
1: So,. Um, that's that, that's pretty uh, one of the things actually we were talking about uh, when, we, when we we're coming up with a solution, mm-hmm. that um, things like having your um, uh, renewing your your your, your um, what's this driving license for example mm-hmm. shouldn't be a tedious process. You should you don't have to wait as long as you should. Or you could. If there is uh, rightfully the existing technology in place, that when you know maybe South agrees to. You, and those, or SARS, or the Department of um, Transport agreed to, and um, those could actually be more quick, convenient, and um, real-time.
0: All right, let's talk about this fantastic wristband that, you, that you're that you talking about. Um, it, it takes two to tango with these kind of things, so it's all very well having the wristband and, and the app that goes with it. You need to tap it onto something, don't you?
1: Yeah, um, so first and foremost, um, the 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 app is more for digital wallets. We really stand as a enabler, um, as you were reading, the uh, bit of a bio for what we do. and um, we really building this with, uh, with different partners in the game, and obviously that is one another liberty to mention, But we are we are partnering with um, a couple of banks that will be helping us to make sure that we have a digital wallet that's regulated, and uh, we made sure that the infrastructure that, that the technology that we're building is really reliable because I think one of the biggest problems would have a technology that doesn't work mm-hmm. and architecture that looks good but it never really gets uh, to fulfill the mm-hmm. same points of the market. So uh, yeah, our really our goal at hand is service delivery which I think <laughs> if the country would invest in teaching service delivery more than entrepreneurship at school I think that would make a a bit of better country.
0: Okay, so the idea is I've, so I've got a phone Right, it's it's uh, I don't know, just a, a regular. You're going to need a smartphone because it's got an app, and then I've got this wristband. Now I yeah. want to go shopping. How does it work?
1: So um, one of the features in in, in our app is obviously a part of retail and shopping. You just walk into the store. We developed, we have um, um, data and analytics within within our 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 app or data engine actually within our app, and the database would have stored literally every product that you would find at any store that's imported in our system. Mm-hmm. So if you walk, for example, in uh, Shop X, and you find the Panada being sold, you just scan the, the, the barcode, and you've already paid, you walk out. <laughs> so the convenience there is there's really no queues. There's nothing, but obviously, we live in South Africa. There's yes. still got to be checked if, if, if you take more than you had. And I'm trying to be basically was that listening to me, really following what I'm trying to say and trying to take a picture of this walkthrough. But um, generally, this would be um, one of the most convenient shopping solutions, basically, um, that an app could ever do.
0: Okay, uh, it, I, I've got a standing queue to get out of some of the shops where I've got a security guard uh, going through my piece of paper to make sure that yeah. I haven't stolen something. How do you overcome that?
1: So, so obviously, um, John, if you've if you have that type of that type of database, we should really give you a digital receipt. And um, the security now gets more um, um, extend because they'll have to they have a different device to see if whatever you bought is what's in the in the bag. Um, and that's when the job starts uh, being more, I'd say, accurate in in, in terms of hmm. searching and um, qualifying that you bought what you what you
0: bought. Uh, you, you're putting this on the blockchain, and I'm, I'm wondering yeah, yeah. why South Africa is very slow with the blockchain. It seems as if that's the future of of databases. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so the the, the type of blockchain is our, that we're putting on is a hyperledger. So the reason why we're using hyperledger in our backend is so that we can keep transactions. So you know you don't you don't really need to bring a receipt because you won't have paper receipt. But if it's on hyperledger, it's untempered it's untempered with. No so one would ever. You know, no one would actually tamper and change mm. certain cities or data in that. So, um, the Hyperledger is basically the security feature of of, of our application. So, our beauty, so I think one of the biggest reasons we want to integrate with an integrated solution with the Hyperledger is, is just basically security and assurance that our customers and store owners or service delivery are. People that, offer service of delivery would actually be assured that the guarantees get their money mm. and whenever they have,
0: it's actually authenticated. And it's there forever. People can go back it, to it, whenever and say, oh, there's that transaction, you can you have it as proof.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, how's the how's the, the marketing of this going? How, uh, 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 are other parties getting involved? Because you need the third parties involved. You need the stores and the, the transport companies yeah. to jump on this. So how are they taking to this?
1: Um, they they're, they're pretty much great adoption in in, in, in what we in, in how we engage um, with these dead parties um of these that parties, there's actually a limited them and um for them to actually be interlinked and have one um super solution actually so they they actually want to see it work um, That's the biggest concern that they have something that works obviously it's not um it's not to the team in terms of in terms of satisfaction for the customer because it's just convention uh, but we've trying to move from convention to convenience and I think that that should be like um, the theme of the game that you know we move from that point to that point mm. but it needs to work so as I said earlier um, um, that you know our service delivery becomes our top tier focus in, in driving forward with this business.
0: Something I just happened upon How, with the blockchain Hyperledger. What is the security like with that f- uh, for privacy? So, in other words, if you've got Checkers and Pick and Pay, and you can shop at both, what stops Checkers from seeing all the Pick and Pay transactions?
1: So, so obviously, there's there's going to be people that would have this type of data, which would have, which would be the the company horizontal gravity at this point, mm-hmm. and. There's going to be service level agreements in place to make sure that um, we don't have to share data illegally, because that's data, and right? I believe that's just data capital. Because obviously, if a certain company knows how much it's selling, they'll start, you know, um, trying to push that product more. So, with, with our, our, um, um, I think our, our uh, more sort of trust into the business, into into these companies, would be to assure. Ensure that their data will be strictly focused
0: on That's part of the service delivery you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Uh, what about into the continent? It's if it works in South Africa, it'll work everywhere, won't it?
1: So it'd be John. What about into yeah.
0: Africa? Advancing, getting your product into the rest of the continent.
1: Yeah. So um, I, have, I we've been having chats with uh, uh, PAPS, which is uh, Pan African Payment Settlements, and. Solution, which is mm-hmm. subsidiary of, uh, of African Bank, and I think they basically have to do with uh, you know, enabling payments and keeping them as simple as possible um, with no glitches, with, with real time, anywhere around the continent. And we having conversations with them; we do have a working relationship. So, um, yeah, I think integrating to, to to their system as well will be one of the greatest things we've ever accomplished.
0: Mm-hmm do banks hate you Benjamin because you might very well be passing banks here
1: um, we're not at war with banks uh, <laughs> but um, I, I, we just we just trying to bring people we, we providing the service uh, we just trying to bridge people that have been disconnected and that's just basically what we do so um, I think if banks we see value in that mm. we almost always to as a chance around how we could work together going forward. Because uh, backing has been there forever, as far as we can remember, and I think they've been doing a great job till today. But we people that have had the cultural experience to be where everyone else is that we're trying to bring on board. So, uh, yeah, it's more of a pain point that's more close to heart than just a solution that looks cool from afar.
0: Benjamin, it, uh, we got a very obvious question coming via voice note. I should have thought of it. Let's just play the voice note for you.
1: Evening, there, John. Hey, can you please uh, ask your guest the uh, now? So that you have purchased
0: a product in the store, and you go out, then your phone switches off. What's the solution to that? Thanks. Battery life, Benjamin. What happens if you <laughs> you run out of battery while you're shopping?
1: Yeah, that's a good question, actually, John. Um, so that's when the, the, the blockchain solution really kicks in, because once the transaction is in process, which the phone will be on at this, at this point, yeah. then that will be there forever. So you don't have to worry about what had happened when, because at that point, you would be really assured that this has went through and this has been transacted.
0: Okay, so okay, so it's happening somewhere else. The transaction is not happening on the phone, it's happening somewhere else, and the shop will be able to access that and they'll be able to see that that transaction has happened. Yes. Okay, it sounds easy. Uh, one of the things we, we said at the beginning here is uh, ride credits for public transportation. Um, <laughs> trying to get one system for all of the transport in South Africa is now impossible. Do you think you have that solution?
1: Um, it's, a, it's a pretty, I think it's elegant to say, John, but um, we, we 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 actually having conversations with a, a, a large very like number of um, transportation uh, solutions, uh, transportation guys, and they're really receiving us well. Um, just now we're having a conversation with, um, we're having conversations with Parker, for example, which are in housing in, in, know, alone transports over 220,000 people. Mm a day mm. in commuting, you know, which are commuting. So you don't, you don't really understand the, the gravity of of having a solution that would help people. Because, you know, from where they, how they look now, it's more of having to walk and purchase a ticket. That is on its own. It's, I think it's just a bit um, uh, a bit legacy, but it's not a bad solution. It works. Um, we're just coming into the space to make sure that we enable convenience. And I think Of the bond that we're coming into to make sure we enable convenience.
0: You're launching mid February. Give us a website, please, Benjamin, so we can find out more about this.
1: Okay, I think so. Everyone should, everyone's interested. Um, The website is uh, bang.co.za.
0: B A N D.
1: B A N G.
0: P. B A N P. Dash.
1: Dash Yeah. B A N G.
0: T. Bent.
1: Dash capital. Yep.
0: zero. Zero dot, C-O dot So B A N T Bravo Alpha November Tango. Yeah. Okay. Bent dash Capital dot C-O-D-Z-A. Benjamin Sheffel, good luck to you. It sounds like a wonderful initiative. Let's see it take it off. Proudly South African. what we were talking about.